your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, this time of the year sees people struggling with hay fever. And I know all about it myself, I can tell you. Allergies flaring up left, right and centre. And Rebecca Barry is supervising pharmacist at Lloyd's Pharmacy in Castle Troy. And she has uh, some advice for you. Good morning to you, Rebecca. How are you doing? Great, Joe. How are you? I'm not too bad. I was amazed uh, when I was um, looking at some of the notes around this uh, this morning that apparently you can much earlier in the year than you think be affected by allergies and hay fever, you know, as early as February or March in a year. Yeah, absolutely. And it depends what allergen um, you're particularly susceptible to. So if it's grass pollen, as soon as the grass starts releasing its pollen, you can start to uh, feel the symptoms returning. And that can happen depending on the weather, really. Um, it can happen at either earlier or later stages in the year. So this year, it's been a little bit later um, than some other years. So last year, say, we would have had um, a good, dry, um, nice weather spell earlier on in the year. Uh, but it's certainly hit with a bang this year. Um, since last weekend, we've had a lot of people coming in uh, with, with the spell of good weather. The pollen is really being released into the air again and uh, lots of requests for hay fever help. And, and, and there's another part of this which apparently is birch pollen from the trees. Yeah, so some people are allergic to grass pollen, some people are allergic to um, tree pollen, and some people are allergic to the pollen that's released by, you know, that lady's lace, um, cow's parsley, some people call it. Yes, I do. Um, uh, some people are allergic to um, fungal spores, so they would be more autumn time. And regardless of what it is, you're going to treat it the same way. So um, you're treating it as you would other respiratory allergies. Mm. So um, antihistamines being probably the first port call for a lot of people. Probably the most effective product are the steroid nasal sprays. Um, So they're suitable for a lot of people. Uh, They just take a bit of time to kick in. So people need to be patient with them. I, I know I'm finding myself because I, I have to use both um, both products that you mentioned, yep. and but I still find that you know the back of my throat can be a bit phlegmy, and you know it's they're, they're very effective, but they're not necessarily a hundred percent now all the time. No, they're not going to take away all of the symptoms, and the reason being, when you have um, an allergy, a lot of different chemicals get released in the body. One of which is histamine. So if all you're taking is an antihistamine that's only going to affect that one chemical. There's a number of other chemicals that also cause the allergy symptoms. So um, using a more wide-ranging product like a steroid nasal spray um, will be more effective for that reason because it's reducing the production of a whole lot more chemicals other than just histamine. So using a range of products um, is definitely the most effective. And then there's lots of other lifestyle advice for people suffering well, just from Just before we get into that, no, but I, I'm just into, you know, the steroid nasal spray. I mean, the fact that you mentioned steroids, does that mean that use has to be reasonably limited? Um, as in, uh, who the, can the, use it? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, I mean, I mean how, how much you could use a steroid nasal spray. Yep. So some of the products are twice daily. Um, some of the products are once daily. And that's um, dependent on how long acting they are. Um, so a longer acting steroid only has to be used once a day so it's a bit more convenient for people and they're more likely to use a product 
every day rather than uh, once a day rather than twice a day. Yeah. Um, uh, we're chatting to Rebecca Barry from Lloyd's Pharmacy in Castle Troy in her case supervising pharmacy, uh, pharmacist there. Uh, but I, I presume as well that you can preempt this a little if you start your antihistamine course knowing that, frankly, summer is coming or spring is coming earlier in the year and you're taking maybe one a day that that can help a little. Yeah, at the first sign of symptoms or by watching the pollen counts. Mm. So there's a number of pollen trackers out there, um, some of them thankfully geared towards the Irish market. So um, if you do search, you'll find uh, some different pollen trackers. Some of them are now linked to apps that will send you an alert to your phone. Uh, so that can be very helpful to get your, your product started early. And people shouldn't be fooled listening this morning into thinking that if they live in urban areas, that it might be less of a factor than in rural areas. It, it appears as though it can be the opposite, that you know, trees, for example, birch trees have gone up a lot in... Uh, urban areas and then you have the added pollution unfortunately still created by traffic and all of that that can have an impact as well. Yes, it can worsen symptoms because um, pollution can, can exacerbate that, that swelling and inflammation in your nose. So, yeah, it can happen in any area. One other point before we get to lifestyle changes, prevention being better than cure, this whole thing about just getting some Vaseline from the pharmacist and uh, putting it um, at the entry points to your nasal passages to try exactly. and trap some of the pollen. And the aim of that, yep, yeah, was exactly to trap it. Um, the problem with it being um, Vaseline when it was just entering the bottom of the nose wasn't going to trap all the pollen. And these newer products that are sprays that you use spray into the nose and they form a gel on right around the inside of the nose linings. And that's going to trap a lot more pollen. So yes, um, in the absence of anything else, Vaseline can help. But the newer products are definitely a bit more effective at that preventive. And the great thing is they're drug-free. So they can be used in um, wider range of people. So say, for instance, they can be used in pregnancy. They can be used in younger children. So they're a very handy addition. Um, just if you are using them, Joe, yourself, if you're using a, a steroid nasal spray as well, it would be important to use your steroid spray first because that gel... Um, is going to trap the, uh, right. the steroid as well and block that right. from acting. Right, um, and, and, you, and you mentioned children there because children can be terribly affected by yes. this too, can't they? Yes, absolutely. And we see them coming in with the red raw eyes and they're just miserable. It's very um, debilitating for some people, hay fever. So it's not just the, the runny nose, the runny eyes. It, it can make them very lethargic and very tired as well. So yeah. um, to get in early with the kids with their treatment as well. Yeah, I think a lot of people who haven't suffered from it don't realise how bad it can be. No, not for everybody, obviously, but it can get quite severe. Exactly. And some people can even miss days in work. Um, so in, in people who suffer from severe symptoms, we're seeing them more and more uh, being prescribed a new uh, product. So it's a tablet that is giving you very minute amounts of the pollen that you're allergic to. And it's a, like a desensitization process. So that it's desensitizing your system to that pollen so that when the pollen is released, your reaction isn't nearly as bad. Right. So you take those for several months before the pollen season starts at all. Okay, and then to go back to something you were referring to earlier, lifestyle changes and how they might be able to help. Exactly. And all of these lifestyle um, options are basically to reduce our exposure to pollen. So it's very practical things like when the weather's good, not opening your doors and windows of the house, keep them closed. Um, regular hoovering and damp dusting. Um, dry dusting is just going to um, pop up the pollen in your house again. Um, if you've pets, 
and they're outside to try and keep them outside in the summer months as much as possible because pets will get a lot of pollen trapped in their hair. Same with ourselves. If we're out and about, we'll get a lot of pollen trapped in our hair and clothes. So when we're back inside again, we should try as much as possible um, as soon as possible to change our clothes and if you can, to rinse out your hair as well. Um, things like wearing wraparound sunglasses as well that are tighter into your face can reduce the amount of pollen that's going to hit your eyes as well. And similarly, keeping your windows closed in the car as well. Um, you can get pollen uh, filters um, fitted into your car as well so that you're not getting pollen entering in through the air vents. Are so, you lucky enough not to suffer from it yourself the way I do? Thankfully not, because mm. uh, my husband's a farmer, so living on the farm and dealing with the hay and the horses and the cows oh, and yeah. all that. Yeah, so thankfully not, and nor do my kids or husbands, but um, every year I see the customers coming in, and they're really miserable with yeah, it. So. They are. They yeah. Are. They are. When everyone else is going, oh, more sunshine, please, more yeah. good weather, and, and there you're saying, and I understand totally why, you know, we'll keep the windows and doors closed. Yeah. It's just the way it is. But anyway, it's all supposed to help people feel better. Great. Well, listen, Rebecca, thanks for the excellent advice as always. Great to chat to you. Pleasure. Thanks, Joe. That's Rebecca Barry there, who's supervising pharmacist at Lloyd's Pharmacy in Castle Troy. Your views.